Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast. Today, we are driving to Rochester to talk with Meg Haftal. Meg Yay. is author and a fellow podcaster. And her latest book, entitled The Science of Alfred Hitchcock, is out now. So, Meg, welcome to the RV. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for driving all the way to Rochester. This is far for you, I think, right? far. <laughs> Today, I'm <laughs> But next month, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, a bit closer. Yeah, bring a coat. <laughs> So, Meg, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your hometown? Sure. So I live in Rochester, Minnesota, which is about an hour south of Minneapolis, St. Paul, which um, are the big cities in Minnesota. And it's a lovely town. Um, it's known for the Mayo Clinic. That's kind of our big, like, thing that we have here. Um, so we have a lot of people from all over the world come here, which is pretty cool. Um, even though we're just kind of a, a Midwestern town in the middle of cornfields, um, we have lots of smart doctors here and we have a lot of people who come here for the best healthcare in the world. So it's a good place to live. Absolutely. I know many, <laughs> a couple of people who went there for oh, good. seeing amazing doctors and yeah. It's a reference center. And you lived also in various places across the U.S., even Canada. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Um, I grew up kind of in Canada. Um, My dad worked for um, Homeland Security for America. So we moved around quite a bit. And that also meant he was stationed in Canada. So, um, but Rochester now is my home. Um, I'm I'm lucky to say my husband is one of those great doctors at Mayo Clinic. So uh, <laughs> that's why we live here. And um, we love it here. I have two boys. So it's a great place to raise kids too. Wow, that's fantastic. You have a wonderful doctor close to you. So. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I ask him questions every day. <laughs> What makes it feel like home Rochester oh that's a great question well we have four seasons which I really like um we have you know a beautiful fall here with beautiful colors and it just feels like home here because we've made like our our house here we have I'm looking while I'm talking to you I'm looking out the window and I see birds and squirrels and we get 
turkeys and deer in our yard. So I love all the animals. It makes me feel happy and excited when I see my little animal friends. (laughs) Yes, actually, you have three pets. Yes, I have three dogs. Um, We were just (laughs) we were just chatting about I've got a Jack Russell and two pugs. Anybody who knows me knows I love pugs. I actually will often have pugs in my stories because they're just so cute. I love them. (laughs) They are the cutest dogs ever. Yeah, they are. (laughs) And Meg, with your love for reading, can you share some of your all-time favorite books? Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. I, I read constantly, so I always have new favorite books, but Oh my gosh, I, I'm going to talk about some recent ones I read. So um, I read one, um, I'm a huge Shirley Jackson fan. She wrote, you know, um, Haunting of Hill House, and We've Always Lived in the Castle. And um, someone named Elizabeth Hand, an author, just wrote a sequel to Shirley Jackson's novel, since Shirley Jackson's not with us anymore, called, um, I think it's called A Haunting on the Hill. And it was so good and spooky and just really um, brought me back to the same house from Shirley Jackson's novel. So I love that. Um, I also, one of my favorite things I read this year was a biography on Sylvia Plath. It's huge. It was really big. I listened to it instead of like read it physically. And it really got me into poetry. And now I've just like been reading more poetry ever since. I think it's called uh, A Burning Life or something. I can't remember. But yeah, it's about Sylvia Plath. And uh, so that got me all about poetry lately. (laughs) Okay. So you like also poetry, but actually Jackson had an impact on your oh yeah Mm. oh yeah definitely um Shirley Jackson I I just as a person I really I've come to love her I I read her biography I've read her um letters and she has such a subtle way of scaring people I wish I was as subtle as she is I really work to be subtle and she also was a mother and you know I I like that aspect about her too, because I can relate to, you know, trying to create these sort of horror stories while also being a mom. (laughs) So um, yeah, she's a huge inspiration for me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you have kids? I forgot. Yes, I have two boys. They're 12 and 16. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, uh, to to tell some horror stories (laughs) when they were younger, yeah, you know, um, I like every parent, I want my kids to like what I like. <laughs> um, so I I definitely, you know, I've shared my love of horror with them um, to varying results. Um, my older son is not quite interested in horror very much. Um, my younger son has a little more interest in it. He's watched Psycho with me, you know, I, I try to be somewhat careful of which movies we watch but but yeah they both kind of have interest in other genres um and that's okay that's okay um they're not as big into horror as mom is and my husband isn't as much either so it's a good thing I've surrounded myself with friends who like horror (laughs) I like horror but I only watch some movies horror movies when I'm with my daughter okay that's good yeah so I was 
your daughter loves horror movies lucky Loves. and she calls me calms me down because i get so like yeah afraid of I, can yeah. Get so, I, I feel fear and i say help yeah. me sleep so at least we sleep together the day yeah kind of movies <laughs> yeah no that's good you don't want to watch them alone <laughs> no. talking about books what mm -hmm. are some of your favorite horror movies oh favorite horror movies okay um there's been so many good ones lately um i have to go back to the classics i love the shining i love psycho um i love oh my gosh there's so many i could go on and on um newer movies I'm really enjoying what Jordan Peele's been doing, like um, Us and um, Get Out and Nope. I also really like Talk To Me that just came out recently. I thought that was really good. Um, there's just so many great horror filmmakers out there right now. So um, I feel I feel spoiled because there's been a lot of good horror movies lately. <laughs> a lot. And the, you, you won't believe the last one I saw was The Soul. <laughs> Oh no! Are you okay? Are you all right? <laughs> After that, I said no more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so Meg, talking about your books, your newest book, "The Science of Agatha Christie," sounds fascinating, and I. I spent my childhood reading Agatha Christie. <laughs> Me too. Yes, she's the queen. <laughs> so can you yeah. share a bit about the inspiration <laughs> behind this book and what readers can expect? Sure. So um, my best friend and my co-author, we have written... Um, oh gosh, this is our sixth book um, together about the science. We call it the Science of series. We started with Science of Monsters, Science of Women in Horror, Science of Stephen King, Science of Serial Killers, Science of Witchcraft. And um, we wanted to kind of go back to how we had done Science of Stephen King. And we wanted to do sort of a, a look at a body of work. And Agatha Christie came to mind because... Um, well, we wanted to, to focus on a female author. Um, and also, you know, we, we talk a lot about horror and Agatha Christie is a little more mystery. Um, although I would say she has some pretty brutal murders um, in her books, but we felt like it was kind of a good way to sort of explore something different um, that we hadn't, you know, explored before. And just like you, um, I, myself and my co-author, we both have you know, grown up reading Agatha Christie. Um, she is really, you know, why we have so many of these wonderful TV shows and books that have these mystery tropes that we all love. And, um, and so the book itself, what we kind of do is we talk about her biography, which uh, is a favorite thing of mine to research. And then we also get into not all of her books because she wrote a lot, um, mm -hmm. but we focus on a great many of them, um, as well as Mouse, The Mousetrap, which is a play she wrote. And um, we focus in on kind of why she wrote it in that part of her life, who inspired her. And we will get into maybe true crime that she was reading about at the time. We'll get into the science of the poisons she used. 
um, we get into, when we say science, it means everything from like psychology, biology, um, feminist studies, everything. So we really like to just sort of, you know, look inside kind of behind the scenes of, of her books. And it was such a fun adventure. And it seems like it's really resonating with with readers. Um, people love, love Agatha still today. So <laughs> do you also talk about uh, her characters like Miss Mapo and Ecole Poho? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could you not? Right. And she has so many iconic characters. Of course, those two are like, you know, the most famous, important ones. But yeah, we get into her characters. We get into different adaptations, um, different actors who played them. We get into sort of her like Agatha Christie's relationship with those characters. Like Miss Marple, um, she started writing Miss Marple when she was um, in her 30s. But it wasn't until... Agatha herself was older that she really started to write more Miss Marple. Um, and, and then there's Poirot who was her famous character. Um, but she often like, didn't like him and she often kind of like, didn't want to have to write him all the time. Um, but that's what people wanted. So, um, she kind of had a love hate relationship with him, which was kind of, kind of fun to learn about. Mm, that sounds super, super interesting. Actually, you were saying something I'm re remembering that uh, he didn't like when people thought he was French because he was right. French. Yes. You yes. See, yes. I read a long time ago, but I remember <laughs> yes. some detail. <laughs> yes, he's very annoyed when people think he's French. <laughs> And uh, Meg... Looking ahead, what mm -hmm. are your goals in terms of writing horror stories about women in fiction, producing yeah. screenplays, which is yeah. amazing, and yeah. about diversity in horror as well? Yeah, so... Um, as a woman, I'm really passionate about telling, you know, female stories and I've, that's always what I've been doing. And I think there's something about horror, especially that kind of uniquely can tell, um, female stories, whether in the past and what women had to go through in the past or even contemporary. Um, I think that horror can often sort of portray what it's like to be an aging woman or to be a mother or, you know, all these different aspects. Um, sometimes horror could just really um, shed light on those things. My co-author and I have written some teleplays that have been nominated for, for awards. So we're getting into the whole idea of, you know, hopefully producing our, our work and, and, you know, bringing, you know, we, we love telling stories however we can. So whether it's through nonfiction or fiction or on screen or in a play, um, we want to bring those stories to life. And we both are big film buffs so um it's definitely a goal of ours that we're working toward yeah and congratulations thank you spin your passion into a business with shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout let's hear that one more time the world's best converting checkout shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website across social media and everywhere in between now that's music to your ears any way you spin it you can be a smash hit with shopify start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We have more male characters. I don't know if it, because men are more involved in horror. <laughs> we are not very. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I think a lot of times, like when people think about horror, they often think of like the slasher genre um, that came out in like the 80s. A lot of people will associate like that's horror. And that was very male dominated. Um, and of course, there's a lot of, you know, uh, male horror writers, some of them, I most a lot of them I love, um, like your Stephen King's and your Stephen Graham Jones. And there and you know, there's great, great um, male horror authors out there. But Let's not forget that Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein and she was a teenage girl. She pretty much started this whole thing. So um, I think that, you know, the idea of the female Gothic and um, women writing horror um, resonates with so many people. And I think films are starting to, you know, like I said, if if you look at different horror films, there's actually quite a lot of female characters uh, especially now, you know, we're starting to get into a more diverse, not just with female, but um, people of different, of other different genders, of different colors, etc. So I think horror is just in a great place right now. And I think that um, over time, you know, us girls will take it over. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Meg, it was wonderful to speak with you. I really want to check your book on Amazon. I'm sure it's on Amazon. <laughs> So can you share all your contacts and where we can find your book, of course? Sure. So um, if you want to chat with me about horror, I'm Meg Hofdahl on Instagram and X and Facebook. And my website is meghofdahl.com. And then if you want to pick up any of my Science Of books, um, like Science of Agatha Christie, you can check out Amazon, um, but also uh, Barnes and Noble. Um, you can also uh, look at your local um, independent bookstore and ask them to order a copy. That's always a great way to uh, to help out a, a little bookstore too. And do you have plans to publish a new book next year? Yeah, we've actually got two new books coming out next year. One is um, The Science of Alfred Hitchcock. We're working on that one right now. Um, I'm really excited about that. And uh, what a great excuse to watch great movies. And then we also have a travel book coming out next year called Travels of Terror, where we went to 12 different cities in the U.S. and went to scary haunted places for you all to tell you uh, if it's scary or not. So, (laughs) you went to yeah place no you have to come back okay i will when when the travel book comes out i'll come back and tell you about ghosts about about we went to a abandoned mental uh hospital we stayed in haunted hotels so we we had a good time <laughs> oh no i can't yeah i'm curious now so <laughs> i hope you had 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 a good experience while in these places yeah although maybe what I think is a good experience might not be what other people think but I had a great time and I'm alive to tell the story so it's okay (laughs) 
<laughs> Oh, I'll be waiting for you in 2024, man. okay, sounds good. Thank you so, <laughs> so much for your time and for oh, sharing thank a little you. bit about you with us. Thank you. I had a great time. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.